Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Our largest single-theme land expansion ever. Now we want you to share with us our latest and greatest dream. Matterhorn Matt presents Matterhorn Mondays. Welcome, everybody, to episode 152 of Matterhorn Mondays, coming to you all live from the outpost. I'm your host, Matterhorn Matt. And I'm Jeremy. And today we have a great episode planned. <laughs> a great episode planned for you all. Uh, might be a little bit of a short episode. Uh, you know, not a lot of uh, newsworthy stuff came out this uh, this past week. Actually, I don't think anything happened this past week. So we're just going to be chilling today. We got some more McDonald's to eat with you guys. Um, just kidding. There was at least uh, one or two bits of uh, important news that came out this week that we're excited to discuss with you all. But, uh, yeah, Jeremy, how's your uh, end of October? How's my what? How's your, oh. <laughs> how's your end of October week been, uh, been going? Have you gotten your Halloween costume yet? No. Um, I can't believe, you know, the passage of time is uh for me at this moment of life is not very fun yeah <laughs> but um it's the end of october okay my birthday's coming up nice yeah okay that well <laughs> okay um i'm sort of uh, you know it's an existential uh crisis mm-hmm. but i'm here with you matt well not that that makes me feel better I mean, but, well, uh, I for one am glad to be here with you today, Jeremy, as well as everybody else who's watching live. And as you all know, links to all of our socials will be down in the description below. Links to all the articles we refer to will be down in the description below. And if you'd like to be wished a happy birthday live on the stream, you can do so by clicking the Google link down in the description. We'll go ahead and add you to our birthday calendar. And we have quite a bit of birthdays this week today on monday the 26th is spectro bit's birthday happy birthday to spectro bit as well as uh tomorrow tuesday the 27th mishy cat's birthday uh, i believe mishy cat's a member of our discord as well as uh, occasionally pops into the stream so happy birthday and it looks like wednesday we have three birthdays but i think two might be duplicates so uh let's see wednesday the 28th we have melanie's birthday and then there's a name that I'm going to butcher, Devil Luke. It's like Devil and Luke, but not spaced. So I'm assuming that that is how it's pronounced. Happy birthday to Mr. Luke, if that is uh, indeed your name. And this upcoming Thursday, the 29th, Machu? Machu's birthday. M-A-C-H-E-W. Happy birthday to Mr. Machu as well. And last but not least, Friday the 30th is Lucas M's birthday. So happy birthday to all of you lovely people and happy birthday to everybody who, uh, you know, didn't happen to submit uh, their birthday to us. I believe we have a little bit of a backlog when it comes to adding the birthdays, so I'll need to go back and sort of refresh uh, and add those into our calendar if uh, you've been waiting for your name to be uh to be called here on the show for your birthday and it hasn't 
that could be the reason. I'll go through them and uh, add them up, and then we'll, uh, yeah, add you there. And as you all know, 575-386-5814 if you'd like to call in. Leave a voicemail. We encourage you. We urge you. We would love for you to call in. Leave a voicemail on any of the topics that we're talking about. If you have some thoughts you'd like to share with us that maybe you think the chat wouldn't do uh, wouldn't do justice. If you'd like to speak to us, not really directly, but you guys get the deal. 575-386-5814. And yeah, like I said, a little bit of a shorter episode today, but we do have some really great pieces of news that I'm excited to get into. And uh, Jeremy, do you have anything you'd like to uh, like to say before we get into into this week's episode? Nothing at all. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's showtime, everybody. Let's get into this week's <laughs> news. Oh, I guess I should... Um, we don't have a Matt Snaps <sighs> this week just because my soundboard is still broken. And I don't have any Snapple, but, but I do. Okay, but we're, okay, there you go. I don't have Snapple, but What's I do. What's wrong with the soundboard? I don't, I, it's very complicated that it would take a lot of time to explain as to why I think it's not working. But I do have okay. a substitute Matt Snaps here for you guys. I can't play the theme song, sadly, but um, I have uh, Fruit Punch in my galaxy's <laughs> edge it's just like normal fruit punch it's not anything special but i figured you guys would like it it's my uh, fruit punch try not to spill it you guys want to see my fruit punch wait i'm gonna take a sip oh it almost spilled <laughs> i'm gonna take a sip but as you can see here this is the mug that you get from oga's cantina here Probably, i think i've showed it off before it's a really neat mug um yeah he's selling it no, selling okay. it for a thousand dollars, I have an extra, so I, you know, I wouldn't be sad if I departed with one of them. But yeah, before we get into our main topics, it's time for this week's news from the peak. We now present to you news from the peak. For our first bit of news from the peak, Oscar Isaac is in talks to play Moon Knight in the upcoming Disney Plus series titled the, uh, the same thing, the Moon Knight uh, TV series. Now, I believe this is a rumor that I heard a while back that Disney was working, or I guess Marvel was working on this new series for Disney Plus. And just as of recently, it looks like Oscar Isaac has been one of the more recent actors to be uh, you know, in talks to play this, uh, to play this character. I'm going to admit I don't know much about this marvel character i've never really heard of him before but you know we'll see how it goes uh yeah and uh, it is very interesting considering what we talked about just a few weeks ago um i didn't really think oscar isaac would be willing to come back to disney after the whole star wars debacle that we read about so you know that's uh that's very interesting but jeremy what do we have here for our second bit of news from the peak yeah, ooh, everyone's going, this is different. <laughs> uh, yeah, so our second piece of news uh, from the peak this week, uh, it seems that concept art has been released officially from the Disney Parks blog that uh, they're going to be redoing the, the famous entrance sign as you drive right into Walt Disney World property uh, for the uh, 50th anniversary coming up next year. Um, it's replacing the old tagline there that used to be there, uh, for the year of a million dreams from 2006 to, uh, the most magical place on earth. I was kind of thinking that, uh, we would get more of a callback to the wider 
history of Walt Disney World, a more retro 70s feel mm-hmm. to it, maybe a return to Vacation Kingdom of the World, something like that. Yeah. This feels a little generic to me, but uh, yeah, I don't know what you're what you think about it, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Would you consider Walt Disney World to be the most magical place on Earth, or would you consider Disneyland to be the most magical place on Earth? Well, at the end of the day, Matthew Lopez, um, (laughs) at the end of the day, when the sun sets in the west and you're tucked into bed and you put on your (laughs) nightlight if you you need one, those are just marketing slogans. That's true. (laughs) That's very true. And but I, no, it, if it, to to be pedantic, Disneyland is technically the happiest place on earth. That's so, true. Yes. I guess Disneyland would be. I don't know. It doesn't really. It's subjective, but it is very interesting because <laughs> uh, this is a very big piece of news, as you can tell from this piece of concept art. Mickey and Minnie have switched places on the marquee. So that is something revolutionary <laughs> from the previous one. Uh, very excited to see how that translates to a live action in real life. But for our final bit of news from the peak today, very sad piece of news. March champion, dancer, choreographer, and Disney legend passed away this past weekend. And of course, she worked as the live action model for animators during the production of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Uh, yeah, and she was 101 years old. So may she... Rest in peace. Uh, Jeremy, you have a very interesting story about uh, meeting her somewhat, don't you? Somewhat. Seeing her most, <laughs> really. But um, this was around like 2012, probably 2013, around when Buena Vista Street just had opened and the Carthay Circle restaurant had just opened. And I was there with my, with my family. We were in the lounge area, I think, waiting to go up. I think we had reservations there. And uh, there was this elderly woman with like a a guide like yeah. a you know like a, a guest service um plaid you know the guide and we were going that has to be somebody that has to be somebody yeah. and we asked a couple cast members and they told us that that's Marge champion she was the original model for snow white and i thought that was incredible and of course in carthay circle they have many photographs of that period of time of Snow White production of, you know, when it won Oscars and, you know, stuff like that and, and its premiere at Carthay Circle. And she was going around and looking at them and reminiscing. And I thought that was, that was super cool. That's really cool. But this is also something that's really uh, interesting because this is where sort of my two interests uh, and uh, passions kind of combined because, because March Champion is uh, known in, in the sort of the, the, the theater circles because uh, she was married to a uh, very famous and important director choreographer in the musical theater Gower Champion. Um and so it's interesting how these these things combine. Uh, she's mm-hmm. very important to to Disney history, not just Disney history, but she's also important to um dance history, she's important to theater history as well. So and Hollywood history. So it's interesting. Nice. And well, sad. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. 101 years old is older than I think a lot of us could imagine. Could not even imagine, you know, living to... I know I won't live that long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> well, um, I was going to say... At the rate things are going. At the rate things are going. Yeah, I was going to say, 
I had something to say, but I can't remember what it was. Well, anyways, uh, let's see. Someone said, Ben Lasher in chat said, Moon Knight is Batman with multiple personalities. That's right. I do remember hearing or like doing this little read up on his backstory, multiple personality, all that kind of stuff. It's interesting if you guys are into, you know, comic books. So we'll see how that eventually turns out. But I think that is going to wrap up this week's news from the peak and i'd like to hear what you guys have to think about my new camera setup here you guys i have my main dslr here and then for when i'm turned this way all awesome like i'm reading off my computer you can see my top camera of the uh my vhs camera that i'm using as a webcam so yeah i'd like to hear your feedback on the different camera angles but never i don't notice anything you don't notice anything? What about this one? Wait. What about this one? Oh, yeah. That was nice. That was cool. <laughs> that was fun. <coughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, uh, yeah. That does it for this week's news from the peak. And we do have, like I said, some very interesting topics that we're excited to get into. First topic, more Parks Division layoffs occur. And for our second topic of the day, Buena Vista Street is opening for shopping and dining. Very excited to get into that topic as well. But for our first topic today, uh, like I mentioned, another round of layoffs occur in the Parks Division. Now, of course, all these articles will be linked in the description below. And uh, admit, amidst the news of the redesigned Walt Disney World entrance gates, another round of cast member layoffs have begun this week. Workers United Local 50 representing Disneyland food and beverage cast members announced earlier this week that layoff emails would start to go out that day. And as of today, Walt Disney World News Today has reported that Disneyland or Disney World food and beverage cast members as well as entertainment excuse me entertainment transportation uh, fruit punch fruit punch, punch. <laughs> i swear you guys can have a, a swig a drink if you'd like um where was i here uh as well as entertainment transportation and merchandise were also affected and have begun to receive emails now these emails beginning quote dear cast member Instead of, the uh, instead of the employee's name, uh, are reported by WDW News Today to be going out to food, beverage, transportation, entertainment, and merchandise cast members. Now, of course, uh, like we mentioned in the previous episodes where we discussed the layoffs, we'll have links down below to help support all the cast members, you know, um, cast member pantry, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we'll have links to some Etsy shops. I believe we have links to some Amazon wish lists as well, so... You know, all great stuff. You guys definitely should go out and support your uh, your fellow cast members here. But, uh, Jeremy, what are your thoughts here on, uh, you know, I mean, we sort of, I don't want to use the word teased it. We discussed it last week with the announcement that they sort of, uh, the wording in the uh, uh, announcement kind of alluded to more layoffs coming. But is this something that maybe you expected to see? Is this, you know, something out of the blue? What are your thoughts? I mean, I, yeah, the wording in, in the previous uh, press release last week that we covered suggested that they would have to then, um, uh, unfortunately, lay off thousands uh, more. Uh, I didn't realize it would happen a week later. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. here we are. Here we are once again. Um, and it's just, it's, uh, I don't know what else there is to be said about it. It's it's devastating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's devastating to these people's lives, and you know uh, this was their 
livelihood. This was their source of income. And I think for many, I think for many, just like for many Americans, it was paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And that is rough. That is just devastating. Yeah. I don't really know. I mean, we've gone through, Uh we've, we've gone through all the layers of emotions. We've gone through our anger. We've gone through, now I'm just kind of like, I'm exhausted. You know, I'm exhausted. Mm. You know, it's, it's, yeah. I just think everyone feels betrayed, not just by the Walt Disney Company, but just by the systems all around us. And you, nobody's getting the help that they yeah. need. Oh, nobody's getting the support that they need. It's, yeah, it's what a difficult period of time we're in. Yeah, I agree. Like Jerry mentioned, we did touch on, of course, the uh, other layoffs that happened this, uh, you know, these past uh, this past month. And uh, like I mentioned, it is very sad that all these cast members had to uh, go through this, especially the emails beginning with "Dear Cast Member," not even the name of, you know, who they're who they're supposed to be sent to. And I believe on top of that, it was announced or these layoffs started you know the emails started going out the day that disney announced that the refurb to the entrance sign will be coming up the same day they put out that announcement so again kind of you know i i don't know if the word disrespectful is the right word to use when it comes to like putting out a new piece of concept art for not an attraction but for the resort and then you know in the back end having the uh the cast members being released that same day it doesn't leave a good uh, a good taste in your mouth i so agree with you matt it's um it's not like this piece of concept art was like really substantial yeah uh not, not even really substantial to the celebration of the 50th anniversary which is a year away and mm-hmm. i know people I know, you know, people expect there to be this grand spectacular celebration celebration like there was 15 years ago for Disneyland, but I think I think where everyone is right now, if we don't get that, I think we'll be perfectly happy, especially if it saves a couple thousand people's jobs mm-hmm. more, you know. I I don't need that new entrance archway if it's going to save at the very least 50 people's jobs. <laughs> yeah. You know. I just think that they are, they're not really walking the walk. And that was something I was kind of suggesting last time. You know, uh, it's devastating. Yeah. Mad Action says in chat, my dad lost his job today in Epcot. So, yeah, that is very sad to hear. It's affecting you. I'm very sorry to hear about that. Yeah. Um, I know Alex's dad worked at or works at the Disneyland Hotel. I've yet to hear a word as to how his job is is going. He hasn't really uh, spoken to me about it, but you know, uh hopefully this is the last round of layoffs that we'll be seeing from uh the Disney parks, I guess. Um but you know, it is kind of I, I do I hate to say it, but I feel like there could be more layoffs coming in the future. Um you know, again, hopefully not, but Jeremy, unless you have any final thoughts, I think we can go ahead and uh, move on here. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like we've, we've spoken our piece about this yeah. topic for the past almost month now. Mm-hmm. This has been the, these layoffs have been, ah, it's, yeah, it's horrible. It's been the discourse all around the board, you yeah. know, um, and it's very disillusioning. Mm. I feel disillusioned. I don't know about you. I yeah, feel disillusioned. No, I, I feel the same. 
it's going to be hard yeah. to go back to Disney now and not have that in the back of your mind. Um, you know, at least uh, at least for me. Um, but anyways, before we get into our final topic, well, like I mentioned, links to uh, all the uh, sort of resources to help the cast members will be down in the description below. And I'd highly encourage you to, you know, do that because a lot of these cast members have been out of work for months and months. And, you know, now they're finally getting the word that they've been laid off. So, you know, they probably need our help, our support. Um, yeah, so links to that will be down in the description below. But before we get into our second topic, to second topic of the day, let's go ahead and take a quick little break here to hear from the show's sponsors. Uh, yeah, <laughs> okay, I thought you were throwing that to me and I was not going to catch the ball. That's okay. I threw it to myself and caught it, so that's okay. <laughs> if you guys are wondering where you can find even more family-friendly live streams, just like this one, head on over to theliveplace.com. The Live Place is your headquarters for great family-friendly live streams. They cover anything from Disney to other vacation spots, various variety shows, and have some amazing streamers like Resort TV One and myself. Also, be sure to check out PuckerMint.com, where you can find amazing pins and stickers. PuckerMint is based out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, just a few hours from where I live. And since I'm a big believer in supporting local artists, we decided to partner up. Be sure to use the coupon code down below when you make your next order. Again, that's PuckerMint.com and PuckerMint on Instagram. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, and we're excited, very excited to get into our second main topic of the day. We have no COVID headline rundown this week, just because this past week, you know, not really a lot of big news, not really any noteworthy pieces of news besides our previous topic and besides the one that we're going to be discussing now. I'm sure you all have, you know, heard of this, but uh, Jeremy, what is the second topic that we're going to be uh, discussing here today? I mean, I guess it doesn't really need that much introduction. I'm sure everybody already knows what this is, but uh, it seems that Buena Vista Street at Disney California Adventure will be reopening, but for shopping and dining as an extension of downtown Disney. Disney announced last week that Buena Vista Street will be uh, reopening and shops and restaurants will be open for guests to buy merchandise and grab a meal. Uh, also reported is that 200 union cast members have been recalled to work the stores and eateries and um, shops that will be reopening are Elias and Company, Julius Katz and Sons and Kingswell Camera Shop and restaurants will be Trolley Treats, Fiddler Fifel, Pfeiffer <laughs> and... Um, Practical Cafe, Carthay Circle Lounge, and Smoke Jumpers Grill. So it's going all the way down yeah. there. That's interesting. This is really interesting news. And um, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm going to ask you a couple questions, Matt, because I know that you're really interested in this topic. So uh, I know a qu big question you have, and I want you to expand upon this, is why, okay. did not, why did they not do this sooner? And a question I have on top of that for you is why do you think they didn't do this before laying people off. Yeah, so that is an interesting question that has been in the back of my mind, and I've been wanting to ask this question for the past few, for the past month, really, because we've seen Knott's Berry Farm, you know, 
slowly but surely reopened the entire park, minus the rides, you know, for the food, food eatery events. Um, I believe for the past events, the entire Knott's Berry Farm Park was open, or at least accessible to guests. And uh, yeah, my question for the past, you know, I guess all of our questions for the past uh, month or however many months it's been, has why has Disney not been, you know, jumping on that train of just opening up the park for for uh you know restaurants and shopping and it is a very interesting question because i do feel like disney was sort of in the mindset of either we open disneyland california adventure the whole thing with the attractions or we just don't do anything i feel like that's the sort of mindset that they were in sort of all or nothing mindset when, when it comes to this and you know, with the uh, like last week, we just we discussed with the uh, reopening guidelines that were recently announced. You know, of course, it's going to take a while, at least until, you know, at most probably until next year, uh, for Disneyland to reopen. You know, you feel like Disney just does not have the opportunity. They're already losing. You know, we discussed last week. I think Disney was losing however many billions of dollars it was from the, the parks being closed. So I feel like they just couldn't wait any longer, and they you know, put this event together and it's interesting because this isn't a paid event like not Sperry farm this is completely free because it's sort of categorized an extension of downtown disney yeah yeah categorized mm-hmm. as an extension so that is a very interesting way to go about it um yeah so that's sort of my reasoning as to why disney has not done this sooner because that's something that you know we've been asking for them to do for the past however many months uh knots has been doing it but yeah, Jeremy. What about you? What are your thoughts on the, on the? This is called Buena Vista Street reopening. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <coughs> um, excuse me. Yeah, I have the same questions. I'm just curious why this wasn't something a last ditch effort to even do before the twenty eight thousand and now a yeah. thousand more laid off. I'm curious about that. Even if it would have saved a, a, another thousand jobs it would have saved some jobs i'm curious about why it was after it really just leads back to me to my mind that the layoffs were again pr strategy nothing and not an it not an actual last mm. resort a company on their knees defeated begging <laughs> no yeah. they were trying to have the upper hand on this stick yeah is what they were trying to do um, so that's my ultimate question about it. Um, people are also asking why not do the same thing for Main Street USA. I don't know. But what I'm constantly learning is that even though these parks are part of the same resort complex, they're actually treated very differently um, and separately as separate entities than we yeah. like to feel it is when we're there. Something I learned about is how most of the layoffs at Disneyland Resort occurred at the Dis- at actual Disneyland Park. And mm-hmm. that I think only uh, like not even a hundred cast members were laid off who worked at California Adventure. And it's because their actual scheduling and like roster, they're treated as separate parks. They're treated, well, they are separate parks, but they're treated as separate, not as sort of this one mm-hmm. thing. So it's interesting to me. I wonder if that has to do with somehow they're able to do this with Buena Vista Street, even through to a little bit of Condor Flats, apparently, with Smoke Jumper's Grill. And um, yeah. not, we can't do, and not Main Street. I'm curious about that. Um, but my main question is your question is why, why not, why not just sooner in general, but why clearly laying off 
people was not their last ditch effort. I'm wondering why this wasn't done before jumping to that horrible conclusion. Yeah. You know, I'm hoping there's a reason. I'm hoping that it's not the, you know, yeah, but I can't think of one. Yeah, the only reason I could is just like I Disney just the mindset either we open the parks fully, both of right. them, or just don't open them at all. And I feel like you know they reach the final break and fire point. people and fire people. Yeah, sadly it it did have to come to that. I don't know necessarily if it did have to come to that. If you know, like Jeremy said, reopen you know just even partially like this, we could have saved even more jobs. But um, we do have a voicemail that I'd like to get to here from Mister Mark. TASG vlogs. Let's go ahead and hear what uh what he has to say about this. Hey guys, Mark here from TASG. Uh, right now, Downtown Disney is free parking, which is great for anybody who wants to visit. But my main concern with this one of this street reopening is the demand for people who want to be inside the Disney parks again. Disney California Adventure would technically be partially open and everybody would want to try and hit that up now the thing is on the weekends it's insanely crazy crazy enough that the parking line reaches into disneyland drive and stretches for about a block up until the parking structures which is insane now because that that's free it's a it causes the parking lot to get extremely extremely congested during the weekends my question to you is, do you think they will start charging for parking when this opens? Because mm-hmm. I have a gut feeling that they will. And do you think it's going to be a flat rate of 20 bucks like the Mickey and Friends and Pixar Palace parking structures? Or do you think it's going to be back to the hourly with validation at a downtown Disney shop? What are your thoughts on that? Thanks, guys. Yeah, great voicemail from uh, Mark. Jeremy, what do you think about a mark's voicemail there oh that's a very good question and i was even thinking you know i even think it's possible when this opens up uh that we'll see something that was seen on very very crowded days uh when the mickey and friends parking structure was full not that we'll get to, get to that point but there used to be cars backed up all along the first the uh, you know the farthest right hand lanes yeah. of the of the five mm-hmm. of the five freeway and you'd be there'd be a slow crawl to the exit and then a slow crawl to the to parking um it's definitely going to increase the crowds people are going to want to get that little taste yeah of and maybe that honestly maybe that's why they're not opening up main street usa mm-hmm. because they know that the crowds that that would attract to get that little bit of taste yeah of it would just be too much, too much. So that actually might explain that. I'm kind of content with that as my mm. current explanation for why they went open Main Street. Are they going to charge for parking? Because of Buena Vista Street, it's possible. It's possible. I don't have any inside knowledge about that. It's possible. Um, I think it would make more sense to go back to hourly validation because that's what that's the norm for outdoor shop you know shopping experiences like the grove and stuff like that hourly validation uh if they were to go back to the first of all first of all i think (laughs) the flat rate for parking even for 
the parks in general was absolutely absurd and it should never be considered normal or acceptable to charge that much for parking no matter where you are um so i hope it's i hope they don't do that but this is the walt disney company we're talking about so <laughs> yeah anything is possible in terms of absurdity of price yeah um so it's i think it's absolutely possible to start charging again for parking i i can't speak to whether or not i feel confident in that assessment but i wouldn't put it past them to do that what do you mm. think matt yeah i mean like i mentioned it's a free because with knots you'd have to pay to enter the event and disney is not right. really getting any monetary value when it comes to admission even if downtown disney's open sure people shop at the shops eat at the restaurants but going into Buena Vista Street is like just cost $300 for like a ticket alone so you'd think they'd want to get some kind of guaranteed return on that and I feel like if they charged for parking then that would be a good way to you know at least try and make some of their some of their money back because you know it's not cheap to enter let alone Disneyland but California Adventure you know $200, $300 depending on the day for, for some tickets but it's very interesting. It's a really great question. Thank you, Mr. Mark, for uh, for that. But I would like to point out here as well, as you can see on this image, uh, let me see if I can make it full screen here. As you can see on this image here, there are holiday decorations. At least in this one picture here, you can see some holiday garnishes, uh, some plastic bells uh, hung up around Elias & Co. And that does bode some, uh, you know, I don't know if it could be considered good news, but, you know, good news for some locals who have been craving that Disney magic. And this is set to open in November, so it would be just right around that holiday time for them to, you know, do the holiday makeover. So, you know, it's good for the locals to come back to... <coughs> Excuse me, I don't know why I keep coughing. Good for the locals who have been missing out on Disneyland, missing out on the Disney magic, especially during, you know, the Christmas holiday uh time of year and you can sort of enter Buena Vista or not yeah Buena Vista Street for free literally for free and uh experience that I feel like that's a, a really a nice touch at least uh out of that's coming out of all this sort of negative stuff um but yeah it is very interesting why didn't they do this sooner but then again there's another point that I'd like to bring up here is that Smoke Jumper's okay. Grill is open as well and so that is That's what I'm saying. You can go a little bit into Condor Flats. Yeah, so that's very interesting. And I believe um we forgot to yeah. point out that you're not gonna if be it's even called that anymore. I don't know. Grizzly Peak is, is what it it's called, called Condor Flats. So it's, it's part Airfield. of Grizzly Peak. Grizzly yeah. Airfield is Grizzly Airfield. In my mind Condor my Flats. mind is always <laughs> Condor Flats. Yeah, well it is worth <laughs> noting as well that you're not gonna be entering DCA from the main entrance. You're gonna be entering from the sort of side entrance that's sort of stacked between the that bread. That makes sense. Yeah, the bread sort of shop and then World of Disney. There's like some big double doors that leads right into Condor Flats. So that's the way you'd be entering. Uh -huh. So yeah, it, it makes sense for them to open up at least that teeny tiny bit of area, but then that sort of bodes the question. How far will that extend out up towards the Grand Californian, out up towards the uh, Grizzly River Run? Um, I'm interested to see right. how, how far ex how far that right. extends. And then even going forward, <clears throat> excuse me, even going forward, will Disney decide to open up more of uh, more of DCA going forward like we've seen Knott's do? Uh, recently, you know, their entire park has been accessible in the previous uh, 
events that they've been holding. So why not just open up, you know, all of DCA to have this food shopping experience? That is another uh, very interesting point that I'd uh, like to bring up here, Jeremy. What do you think? Do you think Disney would push the boundaries even further with the, you know, maybe in a few months if they feel like uh, the parks still aren't ready to open, push the boundary even further? I don't see why not. I think they're going to test the waters with this. I think the main issue is going to be what, you know, Mark made us see here, which is there's there's such a huge demand to even just walk into the park. You know, who cares if you get to go on something at this point, you know? Mm. I can wait, but, but, um, you know, it's, so I think they're going to test the demand with this. And then if it's kind of like, that wasn't so bad, then I think they may slowly see how much they can reopen with it being a shopping center. Yeah. And, and Hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe combining the parks with merchandising wasn't a horrible decision (laughs) after all. I'm slightly kidding. It was a horrible decision, but, um, uh, yeah, uh, so I think that's totally in the realm of possibility. But it'll have to do with demand and crowds sure, uh, and all of that. Yeah, and uh, Mark, or Jeremy, also did bring up a good point about the demand. Why hasn't why haven't they done this for Main Street? I do agree. I feel like, you know, even just letting them up to the, uh, just the, you know, up just past the, town square even, yeah like. even if it was just town square yeah. it would be a nightmare yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> as much as we'd love for them to do that that's probably the reason why they decided to open up buena vista street you know even though buena vista street very beautiful compared to uh compared to main street usa not the same thing but you know it's built to evoke almost the same essence um you could say some might right. say um you know buena vista street especially during the holidays very beautiful i don't know if they're going to be putting up the christmas tree down in the sort of center area like they normally do i'd imagine why not if they already have all the uh sort of hanging garnishes and everything why not just put up the christmas tree but i guess that could pose some like congregation problems you don't want people like just crowding around the christmas tree trying to get pictures so you know that could be one of the reasons why if they decide not to do that but yeah very interesting i'm very glad that disney is finally you know opening up the parks to some extent and like we mentioned uh 200 cast members have of course been recalled to work to you know come back to do their jobs in these shops right uh, in these restaurants so that's great news really great news actually it's very refreshing at least for me, it's very refreshing to hear this one teeny tiny bit of like good news to come out for like the past five months of just despair coming out of the Disney company. Yeah, and as long as there's there's a top of the line safety precautions for those cast members and they and they're ready to return, I'm sure they are. Then that's great. And hey, you know, I was talking earlier about you know why wasn't this done sooner to save at least a few more jobs. I'm hoping. Uh, this since this is the situation we're in, you know now, um, I'm hoping that this uh, saves future decisions in future layoffs. So we'll see. I hope. I also hope in between that time that the executives will think about, you know, lowering their salaries again. But we'll see. I'll take before announcing new set of layoffs. You know. Yeah, I will. Well- yeah. yeah, Jeremy and I will volunteer to take the rest of the salary away from no. JPEG. No? No. Oh, I'll take it away from them. I'll give it to the cast members. 
Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, I guess that's fine. I meant but, just for, um, like, us. But, yeah, we could do that instead. That's better. No. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> well, anyways, very glad that Disney is finally reopening up the park to some extent, and we're very excited to see, you know, if they decide to open up DCA further in the future. Uh, yeah, Jeremy, any uh, final thoughts you'd like to add here on this topic? On this topic? Yeah. No, I do not have any final thoughts. Well, 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 is that it? <laughs> Are we done with the show? That's uh, that a... feels so wrong. Yeah. That feels so wrong to be done. Is there something spontaneous we can do for 15 minutes? We can minutes? play Animal like, Crossing. I don't, <laughs> I don't think uh, people would want to watch I mean, I love Animal, Animal Crossing, Crossing but... <laughs> We could do rock, paper, scissors on, uh, I don't know what's a bet on rock, paper, scissors. I was trying to think. Of it's hard to do rock, paper, scissors over, over the internet well, you know, because someone's going to go, ah, you cheated. And you're like, no, I didn't cheat. I, yeah. Oh, that's true. You Put blindfolds on. Right. We'll go rock, paper. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that'd be entertaining enough for everybody. Um, um, <laughs> I guess that's yeah. all. I guess that's all we have. For... I guess that's all. Well, we warned you guys. We've been warning you for the past however many months it's been. We have short shows. They end up that's being long shows. Wrote. Yeah, and then finally today we fulfill with the promise of having a short episode. <laughs> not really short. You know, we normally go at least like fifteen, twenty more minutes. It's not necessarily uh, the end of the world. That but... much shorter. Yeah. No. We got the news to you guys, and that's all that matters. Uh. Yeah, and I guess on that note, of course, links to ways to help the cast members will be linked down in the description below, and as well as links to all the articles we refer to, links to Jeremy's Twitter, links to, you know, all of our socials, links to Alex, the historian's YouTube channel, watch his spooky ghost stories video. I talked about that last week. Uh, if you guys are missing your sort of Matt Host's ghosts fix here on the show, uh, head on over to Alex's channel, watch his ghost stories as he uh, tells the stories that personally happened to him in the uh, in Disneyland Resort. And he's uh, been releasing a, a special historical series on uh, the secrets of the Haunted Mansion for the yes. Halloween season. Yes. So go check those out as well. Yeah, I think both episodes, two episodes at least, are out um, on his channel. So. Yeah, thanks. Yes. Links down below to Alex's channel and I guess next week we'll I'll try and dress up for Halloween I guess it'd be too late at that point because it would oh, be no. November we should have done it this week probably um well anyway I don't have anything well we can buy cutout cutouts <laughs> of each other's faces and wear them on the show I feel like that'd be yeah, pretty who's funny. selling those we can print our I'll print one for you I'll mail it to you <laughs> There we go. All postage will okay. be prepaid. Well, anyways, yeah. Thank you all for coming to today's episode. And we'd love to hear what you have to think on the topics we discuss. Comment down below or call 575-386-5814 and we'll listen to your voicemail next episode. But on that note, thank you all for coming to today's episode. And as always, have a great big beautiful tomorrow.